it's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, technology, and coaching. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to learn, and to listen to loud music. I love the upgrade, updated intro. Thanks. Hi, Kate. Hi, Rob. Did we just introduce each other? <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. But I didn't get to say that I was a punk yet. I'm a punk. It's inferred. <laughs> it totally is. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Art and Science Punks. Um, tonight, we are going to talk about... Um, it's kind of a combination of things. We're going to talk a little bit about um, feeling like you measure up or feeling like you don't measure up, I guess. is kind of one way to look at it. Okay. So, like, comparison type stuff? That is another um, good word for it. Yeah, mm. like the whole comparison and where that enters our lives and where it exits our lives and kind of what do we do with it and why do we think it happens. So I hope you're feeling philosophical this evening. <laughs> That's my secret, Cap. <laughs> wow, we're going to do movie quotes and everything tonight. I oh, love that's it. an easy one. That's an easy one. It's fair enough, though. It is. So uh, what are we going to uh, get into first? Well, first, let me ask you this. Um, when do you feel yourself comparing yourself? Or me, I guess, if you compare me. <laughs> let's go real sure. philosophical. Yeah, uh, let's see. I don't know if that's... Um, that would be a, a matter of, of a, a character trait that I don't feel I possess as far as comparing my uh, companion. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't worry about that, but I, I mean, I do... Um, have concerns about my own, my own work, my own skills and, uh, and status in, in certain contexts. Like I, I wanting to be, uh, helpful is honestly the, I feel like the, my rationalization where it's like, I would love to be in a variety of different arenas with recognized and, and, uh, present and being of service. Yeah. And that's sort of, uh, leads me to to wonder about those who are in those arenas and what they what are they doing? What am I not doing? And um, is there some difference I want to make up or or don't want to make up? Sure. So how do you get from where I am today to where I want to be? Yeah. And what are others doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is there a um, without getting like too personal? Is there like a place or a medium where that really comes? Um, out a lot. Cause for me, you know, I find, um, social media being a real challenge with this sometimes on the comparison front. And, you know, one of the reasons I want to talk about this tonight is just from the sheer fact of, um, I feel inferior a lot when I'm looking kind of at other people's social media posts. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, the other day I took some pictures at, um, of some stuff that I made for my daughter's birthday party and immediately looked at it and chose not to post it. Hmm. Um, because I felt like it was really braggy hmm. and it was this whole kind of reverse weird comparison, like don't feed the beast kind of a thing. So anyway, my yeah. question now that I kind of dumped all that out, but my question to you is, are there places or venues or parts of specific areas, I guess. 
like choosing to post or not to post or where I'm affected by all this stuff? That where you're, you're affected. The first okay. question is just where are you affected? Is it social media stuff? Oh. Is it more, you know, I don't know, somewhere on the bus? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's less on the bus, that's for sure. I uh, Yeah, I did, did do a lot of bus commuting for a few years there. And it's, uh, nope, definitely not there. You didn't compare yourself with somebody else's bus seat or bus tech? <laughs> uh, let's see. No, not really. I mean, because I'm the, I was highly, I was a very equipped, uh, bus patron. I could draw, I could code, I could read or whatever nice. I wanted to do or play video games even most of the time. The, the, yeah, I had options. And so, no, I, I, I wasn't really worried about it there. It's, it's really those, um, the context of, um, mm, the, the, the social sharing and, and recognition, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, sure. It's noticing the, uh, I mean, so it, well, so what do I compare? So it's it's not. It, I think some of the obvious things that I think that are common and normal and fine for for people to be to be affected by would be different social status cues. Look at us traveling again, right? Oh uh, yeah. Look at um, the new uh, house again, or the vacation house, or the whatever the yeah, this car, that car. Yep. Yeah, look the, at the stuff factor. Yeah, the stuff, right? And, and, the, and yeah. the travel too. I mean, that's less stuff, but more. So, um, status. It's yeah. It's that's the thing. So I mean, sure, I noticed that, and I think maybe a few years back that would be uh, that uh, something I would have more feelings about. But no, now it's more the uh, what is this person doing to make an impact, and um, it, especially when it's something I'm inspired by or what mm-hmm. have you, and mm-hmm. um. I mean, so some of it, and so like for me, I, I'll, I'm not going to name names, but let's say like there's a few different uh, designers and, you know, user experience design sure. and facilitation and they, you know, like the writing and the books and the kind of, you know, the traveling and the speaking gigs that they get and all that. And I think um, in some way, I am not comparing myself like, oh, I could easily fill their shoes. I cannot yeah. easily fill their shoes. Nope. Not saying that at all. But I am, I do feel that I can be of service in similar venues. And I, and I think like, what am I missing? You know? Sure. Interesting. I don't know if that's the direction you were hoping to go with this, but. Well, I mean, it's, it's really interesting because it's that kind of, you know, what am I missing? How am I not kind of getting to that place? Um, Which is very different. And I, I think some of this, and you can tell me if you think I'm completely um, off my rocker here, but um, I think could be um, a gender difference. Because for me, it's really that self-comparison um, with mm. um, moms. Moms. Oh. The mamas are just doing it all, man. It's they've more, got yeah. the perfect party. They've got the perfect children. And the, they've got all those things that you just listed with the travel and the trips and the, you know, the stuff. But also, you know, high-powered careers and, you know, beautiful meals and, you know, oh, I host, you know, hosted 15 of my best friends, you know. Mm. kind of a thing. Yeah, so I guess it's it's I end up looking more at the professional side of comparison and you're talking yeah. like this hybrid like I mean honestly a a, a bigger um system of interlinked things of of uh the role of being a mother and a leader and uh creative being your own storyteller and yeah. brand manager to convey that, you know, share this with the world. But then you're, you're so 
what I'm hearing is you're, you're feeling that pressure at times, but then uh, what about... Uh, so you, you're choosing not to share, you mentioned, right? Well, so, that's kind of the, 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 the other side of the coin that I want to talk that? about. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, exactly that. So I, when I look at these things, I feel like I just, I don't, I don't measure up. Like I don't have a better way to, I don't have other language to, to give it at the moment. What do you mean? What does that look like? What do you mean? Um, Describe a time when. Describe a time when, well, it's just, it's super personal. So that's why I'm, I'm kind of like, um, trying to think through, you want to make me cry on the podcast? I don't want to make you cry. Okay. Just checking. Um, you chose the topic, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a, and I know that, uh, you know, having a little bit more specificity might help. So I have been, to, so I mean, this happens all the time. One of the kids gets invited to a birthday party and we go to um, what can only be described as like the most amazing party ever thrown. And, you know, whether the child turned six or the child turned 16, um, you know, tiaras were worn, you know, the lights came came on and the, the skies parted. And... You know, our kids will talk about those experiences and then we'll ask for parties that are very similar. <laughs> and sometimes it's not even things that I can control. Like we went to one party where um, the child, every single um, aunt and uncle and both sets of grandparents and several cousins came. There were probably 50 people at this party. Plus, <laughs> you know, her class was all invited. And one of our kids still to this day talks about that and like... How can I have a birthday party where all those people come? And that's just not reality for us. Um, right. You know, just distance, pure and simple distance. I mean, they happen to live, you know, where their whole family lives right by, you know, in the same city. Um, you know, but, you know, they'll talk about all these things and want to. And I'm like, John, the ground of I could never host or throw that kind of party. Like, I just don't have that skill set. Like, and I, I can coordinate, you know, anything. Right? We have, yeah. We have, we have, uh, one of our topics was related to your planning. Yeah. Device, like I can freaking, I can, I can plan it. I can throw down with any planner, right? but I would lose my mind having, you know, 20 screaming five-year-olds mm. For three hours, you know, in a, in a dance party, like literally jumping off furniture and throwing things, and like, yeah, I was losing my mind. And it was, you know, again, the kids had a great time. So, okay, I'm hearing a subtle, not so subtle difference, but this could be my imagination. So, I'm comparing something where I'm advocating in a way for myself. And mm -hmm. yeah, indirectly, it's like I'm trying to, you know, be of service to be able to, uh, uh, contribute positively for the you know our family's options and whatnot, right? Sure. But like, you, that's kind of that's that's still more me-ish, right? For I'm hearing you're you're advocating for someone else's experience, and 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 having that be part of the oh, interesting, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. that's the part where I don't feel like I, um, you know, that's where I, I put the the negative comparison, I guess, on myself. So it's like, well, if if you're not able to do these. Um, incredible Pinterestly Pinterest-like popular choices that add up to this amazing experience. 
that the kids are positively, you know, reacting to yeah. and hold on to as like these durable memories. And then that's something you're not pulling off and yeah, is that your, yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it, but like I said, okay. so then it's, it's everything from that to, you know, I'm looking online at people throwing, you know, amazing dinner parties and mm. same thing. Like, yeah. You know, I can throw a party, no doubt about it. I can plan the heck out of it, mm-hmm. um, but not to the scale of what I see, you know? Well, I mean, so it's it's one of those things where I guess I'm reminded of, I don't know who said this, but a lot of times we're comparing our uh, yep. backstage to someone else's front stage. Yeah, right? or our worst days to somebody else's best days. Yeah, yeah. I hear that too. And so the, like some people have um like we've constructed a lifestyle that has aspects and options within it that I think might be admirable to others sure. um I remember one time when we had uh, some friends over that uh i think i'm sure I think I said this on the podcast before, so I'm sorry if you're a long time listener, but like this um there's you know there's a couple they have, they you know a couple with two kids, and I was giving the um you know the the dad of the the couple a tour and he, you know once once he saw my office right he saw <laughs> he saw street fighter he saw my like half a dozen video game systems set up he saw my computer and workstation my guitars my whatever all this stuff you have right an awesome office he i i i have had an awesome office for many years i'm very fortunate i love that and that's a thing for me though like yeah, I, absolutely. and i make use of it and all that i'm not here to defend it, whatever, but it's a thing and I, I'm very appreciative, appreciative of it. But this person had a, like a intense reaction. Like he shouted his wife's name and he was shaking and and, and he goes, you know, um, I'm going to say Betty, right? So Betty. And he was shaking as he said this and he goes, I have to do something for me. (laughs) That was his reaction. Yeah. To seeing my office, which I just see every day. And I think, do to do, this is my office. And right. I'm giving this person a tour of my house and he starts frothing at the mouth practically. That's true. Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, I don't know. I think a life, we, you know, you, you have things you're set up for and things you're not set up for. And That's true. And things you're good at and not good at. And I think yeah. that's part of what I'm trying to get comfortable with is... You know, there are things I'm good at. I'm good at the planning and I'm good at coming up with uh, activities and creative things. And um, so I can do that all day long. Um, What I'm not good at is a group of kids with unstructured time um, acting like kids. Like, I mean, I don't deny them acting like children. That sounded terrible, but. (laughs) No, it didn't. It it can be intense. But but just super intense and kind of all over the place. And caring for lots of others' kids, facilitating that experience where they're in a situation where they're ready to party. They're ready to throw down. Right? And that, that, you know, nope. Like, (laughs) if you want to come to my house and do a structured, do, I don't know, four different structured activities, we will rotate into stations. Mm -hmm. Hey, bring it. I'll have the best of the best activities planned. But if you want to come and just Mm. scream and throw down... Mm -hmm. I am a mess. Okay. Or if you want every relative we've ever known and your entire class, uh uh-uh. I can't mix those things. I don't work in my brain. (laughs) So at any rate, these are things I compare. So fast forward. Okay. I plan a party for our eldest for her birthday. And um, 
it was one of those things where she had wanted a party kind of out and about at one of these very fancy party places. Hmm. Cool as I'll get out, but financially not an option. It was very ridiculous what they wanted for that party and it just wasn't in the cards for this particular period of time. So said, we can do a similar party at home and planned it, prepped all the stuff, had a ton of fun getting ready for it. Mm-hmm. And the party went great. But I got everything set up and I got everything set up in the party room and due to some miscommunication between you know, some of the kids, there were more kids than I thought there were going to be, but we worked it all out. Mm-hmm. And I took these pictures of the party room all set up with like the stuff I had made. And it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things that I would look at and feel bad. So I didn't post oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Like I was wow. super proud of myself. But on the other hand, I was like, for some reason, to me, it felt wrong to post it. So that's my next question to you is, do you ever censor yourself publicly or socially, um, either in person or in social media situations because of stuff like that? That's my other secret, Cap, is I'm always censoring myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I do. And um, it's one of those things where I... I, um, I mean, I think some of it is my background and the the way I grew up and kind of role I had where that's an aspect of it, which I can come back to maybe. But um, the I am acutely aware that I am a very fortunate person with lots of privilege and I do not want to be the person that's causing someone else um, some kind of mental anguish. But then I wrestle with this because... Nowadays, that's my choice that I'd make. And, you know, growing up, I would be, I would just, I would fight against that more naturally and and, uh, vehemently, where it's like um, me being at my best isn't here to um, tear someone else down, right? It's not that my experience takes away from someone else's experience, not not really. Mm -hmm. And because I'm choosing and living a certain set of possibilities doesn't, um, have this direct cause and effect with and some someone else seeing that and uh, deciding, well, oh, you think you're better than me, right? And that's the thing I heard a lot growing up. Oh, you think you're better than me. It's like, no, I actually don't. <laughs> so um, you censor yourself more now or less A lot now? more now. More now yeah. than you used to. Because I don't want people to think I think I'm better than them. And I, because I don't. <laughs> yeah. And, but uh, the a younger version of me would be like, just do it. Why would you? Okay, so, why would you hold back? So let's go back to what you said, but at the beginning about uh-huh. when you're looking and your comparison. Yeah, and you're like, what are these people doing that I'm not? Because I could be of as I could be of service. Okay, yeah, sure. What if it's that? What if it's the censoring of yourself that's holding you back? Like I'm not saying it is. Like that. Just I'm just. Oh yeah, I, that's a that's really fair, and and you're yes probably right that is part of it i'm working on that honestly that's uh, you know there's that phrase also i mean we're kind of throwing out a bunch of kind of fun um social phrases these days but um no one gains from you living small Mm. you know i'm not getting that exactly right i researched that one it's awesome i remember it was uh during our goal planning 
either last year or the year before mm-hmm. where you told me that phrase and I was like, oh gosh, it just strikes me in the, at the heart where um, the world, like the world isn't a better place for you um, playing small or something like right. that. Or yeah. uh, I can't remember the quote. Uh, and it turns out it's from an, uh, kind of an odd place, but, but so what it's sure. a, it's an, it's, it's a great concept. It's basically like you functioning at your, um, greatest ability to your greatest effect isn't a, um, uh, isn't going to hurt someone. And the inverse of that, of, 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 so of you holding that back actually, um, whole, it actually does hurt the world, right? Mm-hmm. Where you, you could be, um, I don't know, finding new possibilities and, and discovering new things right. and where and like, and, and new people that actually where you could be of service or, or connected with, or, you know, whatever that would be. Um, friends, comrades, uh, clients, who knows? Exactly. Yeah. I know this is interesting. I'm taking what I said to you and saying it to myself at the same time here and just thinking, you know, what does that mean? What does that, what would that do? Well, let's see. Um, I suppose, like, what is it like when it's actually negative? So if it's implied that, no, I'm special and only I get to do this, that might be... Yeah, but neither of us would walk around with that attitude. Or if, um, and here's a quirky version of that, is that let's say um, it is your business where you are your lifestyle brand. And that's where I think all of a sudden you start coming up with new words for stuff and you have your own jargon <laughs> of, of, of it's not just a, a, a pizza party, it's a pooza potty, whatever. Gosh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. I, I got powered up for that? Anyway. It's, uh, so, so I'm not, my, my jargon uh, generator isn't... Uh, Firing in all not, cylinders not today. Not fine-tuned this evening. Nope. That's okay. But I, I get the gist of what you're saying. So if I became a lifestyle brand and when I did my stuff, I had to label it all and promote it And it, it would imply if and someone came along and tried to like do something similar inspired by you and then it wasn't as good or it's not as good because they don't say the right things or buy the napkins that you're endorsing or whatever. Oh, I do like... Spe- no, I don't really like special napkins. That's, I don't know, again. But I get your point. Okay. Um, so I was going to go back around to, um, do you think you'll change how much you edit yourself? I'm working on it. You want to hear a a weird edit? Yeah. In 2008, we were at an Iron Maiden concert and I was having a great time. You were too, I'm pretty sure, but I I I can't speak for you. Yeah. I took a picture of it of, I think it was either, I don't remember if it was the stage or if it was a, it was a selfie with us and the stage, right? Uh-huh. Had a, not a great phone at the time. Um, it was 2008. None of us did. And, uh, but this was a, um, it was a fine, it was, it was like a weird Windows phone, whatever. Anyway. Um, and, it, but it, that it hadn't, wasn't because of the phone, wasn't because of the picture quality or whatever. But I said something about like, you know, um, something like maiden's awesome up the irons or whatever i said something like that right sure that would that would seem an appropriate post and i deleted the tweet after like a few hours 
because I felt too self-conscious. Because you were at the concert. Hmm? Was it a private concert? No. <laughs> I haven't quite reached that financial goal yet where I can hire Maiden for a um, <clears throat> private show. Yeah, well, um, that is really interesting because we also saw Maiden in 2010 and, yeah. you know, many years since. Yeah, but it was so yeah. much raw joy and joy. emotion and um, I'm in this situation, I'm so happy, and I, I've, that alone felt like, nope, I got, I got to get rid of that one. That is so interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think I might have to think about this a little bit more. Like when I, this is not where I expected this conversation to go. I'll be honest, because um, now I'm thinking, why don't I post all those great moments? Because I can also be really honest about, you know, these are the great moments. Because the other thing is, is you know, some mm -hmm. people are like, you know, what did, what did we say before, comparing somebody's front stage to your own backstage or somebody's best day to your worst day. Mm -hmm. I'm not somebody who takes pictures on my bed on my worst day. Like, you know, you see that now every once in a while where people will be like, you know, this went horribly and, you know, here's a here's a f image of it mm -hmm. to kind of try and balance some of that out. Um and I think I've I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I don't feel good about, you know, taking a picture of the kids in a meltdown or taking a picture of myself in a meltdown. <laughs> you know, that's just um not something I've grown accustomed to doing. Hmm. But if I think back to the, you know, nobody's going to benefit from me living small, why don't I share my birthday party pictures? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like your party. My intention is not to make anyone feel bad or less than. Mm -hmm. I was just really proud of what I made. And it came together really nice. I think overall, people proud of what they make and the experiences they're having probably is in on balance like a, a net positive for the world for people to experience others at their at their um good times you know yeah um and and especially if there's a and it's not like okay post how you got that new car and stand in front of it which i've never posted those either right Taking pic I think. Oh, picture. did we? You posted one of me. That's right. You did it a few years ago. I was just gonna say I have a picture. I don't know if I ever posted it. I think one's on Facebook. When I yeah. Well, it was the, your birthday. Did we get that? Yeah. You got your the car you have now on your birthday. Oh, I did. Yeah, that's right. Huh. It didn't have a giant bow on it or anything. It no, was it wasn't like, a driveway car. <laughs> it was. And then I got you the diamond. <laughs> Oh, wait, the where? diamond encrusted poodle. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I want to barf. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, yeah, you're right. It, that's happened a couple times. Whatever. I, okay, so where was it going with that? The. Um, it's not like you have to take a highlight, a high, a, a moment of of um, great positive experience, and then pepper it with other negativity of like, well, and this, and I couldn't, you know, forget how they slammed the door in my face and that, or something like that. But or, look at my new know, car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, yeah, it's tough. It's just tricky because I just, I don't want to come off as a giant a-hole. 
I don't think that's like so. I think if um, I think if you're an a hole, it's your a hole shows. You know. So, but then how <laughs> that's come a I poem? It is Just a poem. you know, you can have that one. Thank you. Very nice. Um, but then why do I feel bad? Like that's the other thing I gotta fix. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta not feel bad with other people's awesomeness. Does that so that still happens for you? Um, that was the whole point of the podcast tonight. Okay. Well, yes, I mean, there were other. I guess points. it would be the answer to okay. that. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't happen for you anymore. <laughs> You're over it now. Yeah, I mean, like five ten minutes ago, I. I <laughs> you saw that. I'm, yeah, I'm a new me. No, it's the. <laughs> It's it, the space has become more and more narrow, and it, and I think the the process has become overall more constructive. Or, I it, I look at it more as a um, I might have big feelings about this, I, and I want to learn from it. I want to grow because I feel like I can be of service there, and I'm just not quite grasping what I could do next, right? And uh, to to make that happen. Sure. Um. So it feels I got a lot of feels about it, but it's not. Like in years past where someone's like, I don't know, I look at my Tesla, I loaned it to my kid for prom or whatever, right? Sure. And I'm like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, good for you. Yeah. I think I got a little work to do in that area. Okay. I'm probably, you know, a good percentage of the time, like, hooray, good for you. And then another percentage of the time, I'm like... I could never do this. I could never do what you're doing. Ah, it feels like an insurmountable. And your kids are going to be better adjusted than mine. Yeah, oh, and that's the that's the double whammy where it's like you you're not just, you know, having your own challenge with it. It's it's causing something bad for the Yeah. for your little ones. Ah. Yeah. I don't know why I don't worry about that part of it. These super people out there, man. Mhm. Dinner parties and going to soccer practice and, yeah. you know, throwing the party, the birthday parties, you know. They've got, you know, that whole well-balanced life where I feel like they've got the great, amazing friendship stuff. They've got the fitness stuff. Oh, yeah, because then there's always the running pictures too, right? Uh-huh. Or the, you know, I just finished the Iditarod or whatever. <laughs> Isn't that the going to the pole with the dogs? Yeah. Shouldn't the dogs be the bragging ones at that point? I don't. I don't know. I suppose the dogs Instagram, that I, a lot of dogs have Instagram I was accounts. Say, the dogs I follow on Instagram, they just <laughs> they, they just snack on celery. Sure. Or I don't know something. They make ASMR videos for yeah, yep. Here's some okra. Chew on it, puppy. Yes. Whatever's healthy for puppies. I don't. I have, I have no idea. So. so yeah. Um. All right. How do you feel so, about this now? I mean, I think I, good. I think I've got mm-hmm. some really interesting things to think about and some stuff to probably um, put into my goals for next year around how I want to put my best life, how I want to live my best life, um, what I want to put on social, and then how I can kind of um, scale back or um, kick back some of that comparison and do more gratitude. Mm. Um, you know, kind of turn that around. Oh, yeah. So as channel I, it somewhere, huh? Yeah. So segue um as i work through the where next journal um i think i'm going to kind of incorporate some of those ideas and some of those thoughts so 
awesome timing. Like Thank so, you. before we get into our picks, where every yeah. every podcast we do with the art and science punks, we have an art pick, art pick, and a science pick, something that we're really enthusiastic about, and uh, want to share with you. And but before we do that, we have a, a special product we want to mention, and that happens to be a workbook and workshop that we created together. Yeah, it's called the Wear Next Journal, Activities to Design Your Goals and the Story of Your Future. This, you know, you guys have heard us, if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you've heard us talk about our goal planning process that we've done. Um, we sat down and kind of figured out a couple things. It's been nearly 20 years of um, goal planning for us that we have done um, individually and together uh, we've refined the process a lot. We've taken exercises from lots of different places. It's just things we've created ourselves, ways that we have challenged each other through the years to really um, set some goals, do some, um, you know, some narrative, some drawing, different ways of approaching kind of how to really visualize um, the goals. And we decided this year to put together our own little workbook um, PDF and then also record uh, a 30-minute video that kind of walks you through step-by-step step exactly um, kind of what the intention of each of the activities are and, and how, to, how to move forward through them. Right on. So then we've, we've got a few different ways where you can uh, make use of this. We have the Where Next Journal, and that combines – that's the heart of the thing. That's the activities that even if you get the video, you'll get facilitated through that, that, that book. Mm -hmm. But the book stands on its own. You can get a free version of it just by going to the URL. URL we'll include in the show notes, but it's essentially gum.co slash WNXTJ. And if you, you go there, you get the free version of the book, which is 10 pages, which is six activities that includes uh, Life in Five, Gratitude and Support, Your Adventure Map, Day Without Fear, Passion Pitch, and Reminder Word. But then if you want, there's, a, there's the $5 upgrade. You can get the full 30-page journal where it helps and walks you through, prepares you, warms you up for every single one of these activities, which is what we've experienced in other journals that we kind of like we hope for. And beyond that... We thought, wouldn't it be awesome to have some, some guidance, some stories, and additional facilitation and examples through the videos that we recorded? And there's nine videos in this, in this uh, series that are just a few minutes each that walk you through and set you up to do each of those activities to be even more successful. Yeah, so we hope you check it out, and um, please give us some feedback. Again, this is the first year we've published this, so um, we would really love to hear any feedback that people have. I know a couple of folks have already um, purchased it and are sharing um, some of their information, um, so we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, right on. So you can uh, go to the links in the show notes. One of them is uh, gum.co slash WNXTJ, the other link, which will lead you straight to the, the full experience, because if you actually buy the whole workshop, you will get the workbook included. And that would be at gum.co slash G-S-U-D-S. There you go. And it's that workshop is called Goal Setting Using Design Plus Storytelling, Six Empowering Design Activities. So get that, get your Wear Next Journal, and let us know what you think. Is it at gum.co or gumroad.co? It's gum.co. Okay. That's the short URL that you use when you have a Gumroad store. And I'm glad you asked that because I remember that the workshop is also, you get the workbook and the workshop at 
Skillshare as well. Oh, so if sure. you go to Skillshare.com, you just search for search for me. I'm registered there as a as an instructor, and I've got some things. Even though like this was co-taught and facilitated with with Kate. Um, go to gum dot. I mean, sorry. Go to Skillshare.com and search for Rob Stenzinger. You will see this as one of the four workshops I have out on my profile. Fantastic. Awesome. All right. Are you ready for some picks? Ready for picks. What's up? All right. I have art tonight. I was mm-hmm. about to say science, but I have art. Phew. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'm happy to start. Go for it, science man. <sighs> okay. So science. Science. I. He said science again. Yeah. Thank you, Homestar Runner and Strong Bad. The, um, I've got a f- pick. Oh, the look in your eye says it's multiple picks. No such thing. Um, there's a sometimes there's a pick situation. Uh, in this situation, I want to celebrate the idea of the command line, and that's a big topic, right? So you've got the graphic user interface, all the desktops we use, you know. Yeah, but the command line is where it's Windows. at. It's a place where things are at that not a lot of folks always avail of themselves of, right? And so I want to celebrate that there are some amazing tools by using one of the shells, especially that are in the family of like um, the, I think that the POSIX shells like Bash and um, Z shell and stuff like that. So you're going to find amazing tools that are dedicated to solving certain problems. Things like, oh, if you have a pile of um, markdown files and you want to make an ebook and whatnot, I have a whole process that I used that I uh, to create the book that I, I wrote um, called uh, Game Construction Kit Underwater Tomato Ninja Edition. And that is like, you know, this, I, I, was, I was using command line tools to help me out with that process. And I'm currently working on a new version of my video game Guitar Fretter, Guitar Fretter Deluxe. And I needed to take some audio files that... Um, like, so for the guitar sound effects and the bass sound effects, I have essentially one long audio file that you, that the game in the old version would just jump to a section of it to hear one note. Right. And now in the new game, I'm porting the porting it to a new platform. And, and so I need to, um, approach the audio differently. I needed to slice that up into separate files. Right. Okay. And the command line had my back. No way. Yeah, I mean, so so the tool that I used is a powerhouse of a tool. It doesn't typically come with an operating system, but it's typically installable. So, like uh, for me, I use Mac OS, and I'm I actually also um, for my shell, I use Z shell. Um, but then you know, but this this would work with the 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 default installed um, Bash or what have you. And then again, I, I haven't played around with the default on the latest Mac OS Catalina. I'm not sure exactly what's there right now, but I, I'm still using Z shell. FFmpeg, okay? If you need to do Excuse something me? with an audio... I didn't swear. Say that again? FFmpeg. Wow. Um, that is a powerhouse tool when you need to do something with audio. And it's amazing. So for me, I, I installed FFmpeg by using um, this... It, uh, environment, environment installer helper tool called um, uh, Homebrew, right? So I just did this on, at my command line. I said brew space install uh, FFmpeg and 
boom, all this stuff happens. Things download, things get installed, configured. And stuff? Yeah, that's true. That my my mainframe was hacked, and someone messed with a satellite with my machine, and you know, I had no idea. No, I don't know. I trust that ecosystem. So whatever the the, the tool. It was just installed. funny how you said it. You're like, all oh, this stuff started to happen. Yeah, because it feels like magic. It feels awesome. Like you you see. Many a thing scroll by on your command line when something's installing with Homebrew. And it's also convenient, right? So I didn't have to to do the, all this manually to get FFmpeg. But once I got it, it does a ton of things. Like I could I can connect, I can, um, well, assemble and disassemble audio files, right? Oh, wow. And so what I needed to do is to slice an audio file in regular intervals to become many audio files, right? Oh, yep, because that's and what the new system needs exactly so then uh, i ran a command which i'll put in the show notes that uh, and i'll put a link to where i learned how to how to do that um and it's uh and it's it's awesome it's like it you can solve so many problems i just needed that to cool. experiment to see like where are the parts where do i need to divide this file and then i just pass that into this command line um entry and and uh and it it just did it it turned this audio file one audio file into like 50 boom you know wow that's great that the command line still has that much kind of power to manipulate and use that as a signal a, a beacon that's what i'm doing with this pick is that you can do many a science thing with this you can mm. crunch lots of data you can solve lots of problems you're using computer science and it's kind of an art pick but i don't know i feel sciency about it that's very sciency so scientific anyway nice i like it that's my pick Thank what's your you. art pick i'm kind of excited about my art pick but i got to tell you how i came to it i went to the googles yeah and i says to the googles because, you know, it's the end of the year. It's the end of 2019. And so everybody's got their list, right? And it was just a big holiday season. So I went to the Googles and I said, what are the best art gifts? Hmm. Like just, you know, because everybody's got a list, right? So up pops a 700 lists of the best gifts for artists, the best art gifts, the best whatever, whatever. And so I was looking through some of those to kind of see. And there was your typical, you know, here's... Here's the best pens. Here's, you know, some cool paint, you know, typical kinds of things, a lot of paper. Um, but then I came across the 1000 colors puzzle. Hmm. And I'm so intrigued by this. It is a puzzle. Okay, literally. Literally a jigsaw puzzle. And it's, um, get this, it's a thousand pieces. And the name is the Thousand Colors Puzzle. And it's simply a gradient of color. And every single piece is a different color. So like the, the piece oh. doesn't fade from color to color. Every single puzzle piece is a unique 1,000 color. So it's 1,000 pieces. It's 1,000 colors. Hmm. And it's a puzzle. And so you need, they indicate you need quite a bit of patience um, and a love of kind of color and art. And it kind of fades from, you know, the blues to the pinks to the oranges to the yellows. Ah, so it looks um, in effect a little pixelated, yeah. but still quite a gradient. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that cool? What, a, what an effect. I like it. I think it's just really cool. Now, it's not, um, 
the most cost-effective puzzle at $48. I was like, wozers. Um, but still, I think it's just a really cool concept. And that is my art pick, the Thousand Colors Puzzle. And we'll put a link to it in a picture of it because I think it's kind of fun. I love it. And maybe it'll go on, you know, after season sale. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's keep a watch on that. Aren't there, you know, one of those deals? I wonder how frustrating that puzzle would be to put together. I think it depends on your own sort of a relationship with ambiguity and uh, tedium. I think you need really good lighting. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You might need, uh, I mean, any kind of color blindness, I imagine, would make that puzzle. Oh, yeah, that'd be so frustrating. Uh, yeah, and uh, not worth it. Anyway, I'm intrigued by it. But I still, like, if the colors don't, you know, the pieces don't fade, they're each an individual um, color, I still am like, well, how do you put it together? Like, do you just have to sit there and try every piece that's in the color family that you're working on? Well, I mean, yeah, there's relationships among the colors, right? So it may be, so each individual piece is not participating in the gradient so it's not giving you direct clues yeah. as far as what's adjacent which most puzzles give you clues as far yeah, as what's adjacent. adjacent and this one seems like the i guess it's in, in in inferred in the overall map right so you know kind of what region you're in yeah as long as those everything about this is printed accurately with with good um you know, it's like if there's if the printer has some kind of shift in color. Yeah, then you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, that that'll add to it to the difficulty. Um, but so yeah, I mean, you're gonna just know a bit more, a, a little bit about region, and you're gonna be inferring, I guess. Yeah. The relationships, I guess, are is is like you'll have to make that work. Yeah. Very cool. Anyway, I found wow. it. I found it fascinating. Um, one more thing before we sign off for it today is we did, and we put this out on Instagram as well, is we are um, gearing up for 2020. We're pretty excited. As we mentioned, we're working on our goals for 2020. Um, as part of that, we're also working on our goals for art and science punks for next year. And we have put a call out to the listeners for what topics um, you think you would like to hear from us. What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? We're very much in a feedback um, place right now where we would just love to hear more about what um, people are enjoying and what they would like us to do less of. Yeah, that's always fun to yeah, hear your thoughts. Awesome. Well, that wraps us up for today. Um, thank you for listening and for being a part of our Art and Science Punks community. Where can the people find us online? Well... They can find us online at Art and Science Punks on Instagram and on Twitter. We are Art Science Punks. And you can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm. We're also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where we always appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks, and you can reach me at Art and Science Punks on Instagram or Kate Stenzinger on Instagram and at mycoachkate.com. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm on Instagram as Rob Stenzinger. Same thing on Twitter, such as it is. And uh, let's see, where else can you, uh, can you reach me? I suppose you can uh, go to robcoach.me. Yeah, and that's where you can find out more about our coaching business. Mm -hmm. Keep building, making, and sharing. And not comparing. <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. I made a little rhymey rhyme. You are a brave podcaster working through a sore throat. Oh, it was awful. You're going to disinfect this microphone. Oh, man. <laughs>